Hello and welcome back to the Unlock Potential podcast. On this week's episode, we have Dan Campion from Primal Productions. On today's episode, we spoke about Dan's studio, creating content and how to set a podcast. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for coming on, Dan. It's a pleasure, Demi. Thanks for having yeah. me. How does it feel to be at the other side of the table? Uh, weird, weird. It's always weird. I've done it a few times um, with, with different people, different clients, but it's always weird because I'm usually in the curtain behind your shoulder there. So I'm not yeah. even in this room usually when we're recording. And if I am, I'm generally on that side of the table because I'm hosting my own podcast. So yeah, it's different. Yeah. I like it though. That's what I was like. I was like, I, I, you done the podcast with me, talk about my story. Yeah, and then yeah. I, but obviously that was kind of more about me. We spoke a little bit about you, but... And then anytime I mention you, I'm like, oh, me, me and Dan were only talking about this or whatever. Everyone's like, probably, who's Dan? There's a weird thing happening. Where everyone's wondering, who's this weird Dan guy? Everybody's yeah. mentioning, like, because a lot of people on my lines will say, oh, and Dan, this and Dan, that. But I'm, I'm never in the room, so no yeah. one knows who I am. Just this random dude that hides behind the curtain in the in the podcast studio. Yeah, so I just thought it'd be good. Um, you make my podcast happen. I literally just walk in the door and then I walk out after we I do the podcast and you do all the editing, you do everything for us. <clears throat> I make my life easy. So I just thought it'd be good to have an episode with yourself and telling us exactly what you do and what you could do for someone who's looking to start a podcast and how easy you make it. So um, how did you... How did you start? So where, where did you start? Um, so I won't go into my, my backstory. My, my history originally was in the health industry. I trained as a physio, but about four or five years ago, um, in the, the last job I worked in in the clinic, I did a lot of the media stuff anyway. I, it wasn't my job, but I was doing a lot of the videography, the sound stuff, um, the social media, the marketing, all that kind of stuff. But I love podcasts. Absolutely love podcasts. And in the job that I did, a lot of the, we worked in the functional medicine realm. So a lot of the <laughs> stuff we were um, doing a lot of the kind of therapies we do and a lot of the stuff we were learning. It's not that it wasn't mainstream, but it's, it, you wouldn't hear it on the radio, for example, and there was no yeah. real resources for it here. So I used to learn a lot of this stuff from podcasts, health podcasts and science podcasts and stuff like that. Um, a lot of stuff coming from the States and things. And I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So when we were working with our clients, I always used to, I used to be having the same conversations over and over again trying to explain what we do and what functional medicine is and how to empower yourself when it comes to your health and that kind of spread into other areas like performance and mental health and addiction and all that kind of stuff. But I did find myself repeating myself over and over and over again, yeah. saying the same kind of stuff. So I was like, I wonder if, if we could do a podcast about this. And this is six, seven years ago. Um, and it was purely as a tool for us to get the information out to people. So I yeah. used to sit down with the doctor that I worked with and we'd have conversations around things like hormones and health and mental health and addiction and all this kind of stuff. And we'd give this podcast then to our clients, our new clients. And it just spread like wildfire. It was mad because someone would get it and they'd really be impacted by what they heard in the podcast and they'd send it on to their sister or their friend or yeah. their brother or whatever. And uh, I was like, oh, this is really cool because people would be coming in. Was this on like Spotify? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's actually called the Human Regeneration Project. It's still up there now. Um, oh. And the stuff... It's the, the still going now, is it? It's not still recording, but you can yeah. still go back and listen to some of the episodes. Um, and it was just a great tool for helping other people. And it was exciting to me, first of all, because I'd gotten a lot of my education, not education, but I'd learned a lot of stuff from listening to podcasts and different experts. And now we were doing that and giving that yeah. to other people. And I was seeing the same response. People were like, oh, this is an amazing resource. I was like, oh, there's, there's definitely something here. And, and in... Did, sorry, did you set up like everything for that podcast then as well? 
in like, terms of the the technical like, side of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So I had a I had a little bit of experience with videography. I had a good friend as a videographer as well and photography and had access to some equipment and stuff like that. But basically like the first couple of episodes I recorded the intros and outros. I was under a duvet in, in my in, at home, like yeah. in, in a cupboard trying to manage the sound and stuff. And like I'd put together like a sell a tape together stuff to, to hold the mics for, the, yeah. for the, the the first couple of episodes and then obviously we invested a little bit more into it as we went and I learned as, as I went as well so like I had some basic knowledge when it came to audio production but I wasn't an expert yeah. the, the academy of YouTube was there so I, I kind of filled the gaps I needed to and then as I said I had friends in, in the, the media industry I was able to call on to kind of help me upskill or whatever but again it wasn't my main gig it was just a, a hobby at that yeah. point and it was really helping with the, the, the clinic um, so over the course of a couple of years, I really, really got into the whole podcast side of things and actually creating yeah. podcasts. And in 2019, the end of 2019, I decided I wanted to just do something, a side project. Just I was interested in it. I was like, we'll, we'll try this and s- see what this is. Still working in the clinic and set up the company, Primal. Didn't know what it was. Terrible, terrible business plan. <laughs> not, I didn't know if it was a business or not. I rented a room downstairs. All I knew was I wanted to have a space where I could have conversations like I was having with the doctor and other people in the, in the health industry. And when people came, I knew I'd have a good connection. It would bring opportunities. We'd get the information out there to people. would help people with their kind of health and lifestyle and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, we'll see what happens from then on. It wasn't really a business plan as such, but it was like, well, I, I want to really lean into this and give it a go. So myself and a friend of mine, Jess, we actually set up the company together. And um, he wasn't really involved from that point on. And I kind of took over, but it wasn't really meant to be like a, a production company as such. It was more about the information and the podcast and helping people. But then we got into the start of 2020 and obviously if I know what happens, the whole yeah. world shut down and the clinic I worked in shut down and everything got, got kind of, um, everything stalled and stopped. And I was like, right, it's a great time to maybe work on Primal and see what we can do with this. And started to, to kind of work a little bit more on the structure of the business. And when that was happening, people started to reach out to me because they heard the podcast and heard the content and they saw what I was doing. And they started to reach out to me asking, could I help them with their stuff? And it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm sure I can. Um, and I started producing content for a few people during lockdowns, like people within a 5K radius who could, who could come to me. But I just started to, to build the business and the model. And one thing I always knew was, like the podcast is just a tool. What people really want is to get their story out there, to build connections and community, to grow their businesses or their brands. Mm-hmm. They, they want that. And people think it's the podcast or the Instagram page, but it's actually not. It's the skills that you develop and the experience you have and the network that you build. So for me, when I was designing from that point on, the business model was like, it has to be all about the experience and it has to f- like really solve the problems that people like you, business owners, are uh, dealing with. Yeah. Um, and... Nowadays, we have a huge focus on short form content, but there's not a lot of kind of deep connected podcast content. There's loads of podcasts, but there's not a lot of good podcasts. And in my opinion, it's because there's no system around, there's no structure there. People don't really know how to do something that consistent and long term. So that became the business model. Then the recording and the production side of stuff is relatively easy. Like it's it's te- you need ten technical knowledge, but it's not rocket science. Anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. But it was the experience that I wanted to build, like a nice environment. Yeah, everyone does be like this, like Joe Rogan's studio. Yeah, it's cool. And Joe, <laughs> I, I like Joe Rogan's podcast as well, and it's yeah. definitely an influence in in the design. Everyone comes in and says, "Who designed this for you?" I actually did it on myself. Did you? With yeah, a friend I was of mine, ask ben, you that, yeah. yeah. And built built everything. I got this table custom made, and then everything else was built. Um, how obviously you don't want to probably even say, but around how much? Like if someone wanted to do something like this, like how long? How around how much would it cost? Like yeah, I'm, I can tell you, it's um, it's not. It it depends. It, you're gonna hear me say it depends a lot in this conversation. So yeah. you, to do to produce a podcast, you can do it for free. 
literally can do it for free. Most of the tools you need in terms of software are free. Like we use Anchor or Spotify for podcasts. That's the hosting yeah. platform. It's free. You can record a podcast on your phone. So you already own that. So technically that's free. You don't need nice mics and stuff like that. All, all you really need is something to record and a bit of energy and enthusiasm and curiosity to do yeah. your podcast and, and, a, and a structure, as we'll talk about. Um, so like this is obviously a full production studio now. So there's thousands invested in this in terms of like the cameras yeah. that we're on right now and the microphones and the lighting and everything that goes into like the overheads I have for, for renting the room and yeah, maintaining yeah. it and all that kind of stuff. So like, I, I couldn't really put a figure on it now, but the last three or four years I've invested a lot into this. Um, but you don't need this. However, yeah, if yeah. you want to have access to this, again, you don't necessarily need to build your own studio. So you could build a studio in your bedroom. You could do it in your bedroom like I did with your duvet or you could come and hire someone like me with a production studio See, to do it for you. That's what kind of, I didn't, like, I was like, I want this to be good quality. Like, I don't want to, like, start yeah. off and it's like... Like you'll see some podcasts and you're just kind of like the thing is like blurry. It, the sound is yeah. really bad. That's why I was like, I want to make sure like this be good. And obviously your studio and you have all the equipment. I feel like you make it like handy for someone just coming in. Yeah, yeah. The, I'll give I'll give it the, the breakdown the, the way I look at this. Um, because yeah, it's there's there's lots of recording studios. This is I don't class this as a recording studio, yeah. even though it is. It's a system and it's an experience for people. So for me, when you're creating something like is it, if it's a podcast or a business or whatever it is, if you're creating something, uh, obviously you need a good platform. So you need an idea and you need to actually enjoy what you're doing. That they're, they're the big things that that's going to keep you motivated and um, give you the momentum. So when it comes to the podcast, like you have to have some sort of idea, something you want to share. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be an expert in anything. It could just be something you're interested in. You could be on a learning journey. It could be a comedy podcast, could be a football podcast, could be a beauty or a business podcast, but you have to have some sort of foundation there. And then you have to have a system. So, as you know now, because we've gone through yeah. my processes, you have to know like why you're doing it, who you're speaking to, how often you're going to release yeah, and record. That's all in your course that yep. you provide if you were to start with you. Yeah. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So that's the system that I build and I help customize that for each person that comes in. So that's really, really important to have that system there because that's what's going to help you maintain the podcast and be consistent. And that's a buzzword now, but it really is like the, the stats on it are mad. It's about 80% of podcasts die after three episodes. And that's usually between one and three months. And that's because people just don't have the consistency. So millions of podcasts start and about 1% of them actually go past six months. So if you get past six months with your podcast, you're in the top 1% of podcasters worldwide. And people go, oh my God, that can't be true. It's absolutely true because most people will start or most people won't start. And then most people who do start can't be consistent because they don't have the system. It's not because they don't have a nice mic or good production. Um, it's because they don't have a system there and they don't really know why they're doing this and um, the impact that they want to have and the the vision around it isn't really, really clear. So for me, they're the most important things. So that's what we cover first. And then when it comes to production, like you mentioned, my belief is if you're going to, if you're going to do something and you have something you believe is valuable, you yeah. kind of want to present it in the best way possible. So yeah, if it looks yeah. good and sounds good, it, it's just, it sets a standard. It's like your business. If everything you do in your business represents your business. So yeah, if exactly. you're doing a podcast, like I said before, you can do it in your iPhone. But if you really believe you have something that's big and valuable and it's going to have an impact, you're doing it an injustice if you don't give it the best that you can give it. Now, that's a very important term. You don't have to do it in a studio. If the best you can do is your iPhone, do it in your iPhone. But learn a little bit about lighting and learn a little bit about audio. And it's, that's not going to cost you any money. You can do it on YouTube. But give it the best attention and the best chance to, to compete because yeah. like there's so much content out there now. Most of it is subpar in terms of audio and video. But if you believe you have something that people should listen to and people are going to engage with and people are going to get value from, yeah, I, I would invest either time, energy, or you can invest financially as well if you want in 
giving it the best chance to compete. And that usually means it has to look good and has to sound good. Because yeah. people need to sit and listen to you for 45 minutes or an hour, or sometimes in my case, three hours. Yeah, I, what, your podcast will be about three hours? A, a couple Come of episodes of three hours. Oh, yeah, the average is about yeah. two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, stop. Yeah, it's mad. Um, yeah, sometimes you get into a conversation and you're just kind of like, oh my God, I want to, like, you want to keep it going. But then, yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, so what do you think about um, that people say, I think we spoke about this before, that there's like, you hear people being like, oh, everyone's doing a podcast now, or like, I don't, I wouldn't want to do that, like everyone's doing a podcast now, what do you think about that? Um, everybody says that when they come in first, yeah. the, the first concern they have is, oh, it's saturated, and it's, and it's, it's funny, because yeah. look, if you listen to this now, right, look around, the next 10 people you see, are they all doing podcasts? The next hundred yeah. people, are they all doing podcasts? It's, a, it's Everybody's not doing a podcast. It's less than 1% in the creator industry, which includes podcasts and YouTube and TV and radio and books and, and, and social media. 1% of people are creators. 99% of people are consumers. So yeah. 99% of people are not creating this content. There are more podcasts around now than there were. But even with that stat that I mentioned earlier on, about 80% of them go to the podcast graveyard after about three months. So there's lots of people starting stuff like this or the new Instagram page or I'm starting my new diet in January and most people stop. So if you are someone who's considering doing something like this, don't let that be something that can discourage it because most people aren't doing this. Everybody doesn't have a podcast. That's to come. Oh, everyone has a podcast now. Who? Show, show yeah. me. Show me. Ten I've, year I've heard that a few like people it. saying it to me. Oh, everyone's doing them now, aren't they? I'm like, yeah. A, a lot of businesses are starting podcasts, and um, because it's a very, very effective tool for, for growing business. Yeah. Now it's a slow burner and it's a long term tool, but it gives your business depth. It gives people an, a look behind the scenes into who you are and why you do what you do, and even look at your journey now. If someone had seen your Instagram page four months ago or five months ago before you started your podcast and now they've had access to your podcast. Yeah. Back then they didn't know who the hell you were. You were the business owner, the face of the business and you were Demi, whatever they saw in a 15 second clip on Instagram. But now they've had hours of listening to you have conversations and be curious and understand and know what you're into and all the kind of questions you ask. Yeah, to get to know you more. They get to know you more, yeah. So they're more invested in you as a person, which means they're more likely to engage with your, your business. And it's not all about business and selling. Um, but that's why business owners like it because it gives more depth and personality to their business. Um, but back to your original question there, like if, if you want to do something, just do it. It doesn't matter. Even if there were yeah. billions of podcasts, if everybody has a podcast, it doesn't really matter because the people who want to engage and listen with it's you. It's like saying everyone's posting on Instagram, so don't post. So don't post. Yeah. Or uh, there's coffee shops, like how many coffee shops are there? But people pick the ones that they like. Personal trainers. Everyone's a personal trainer nowadays. That's another common phrase. Yeah. Everyone's not a personal trainer. But, but everyone is more into fitness. Everyone's so, more into fitness, yeah. So but there is people for it. Like There's definitely people for it. And you will pick a, a trainer based on someone who you relate to and someone who relates to you. Yeah. You're not necessarily going to go for maybe the the, the lad who has um, like powerlifting stuff on his page and he's monstrous and he's yeah. jacked and it's all... Maybe that's not your style, but maybe it is... Um, Martin and Martin kind of deal he's a little bit more friendly and he's more engaging like but some people would love the, the big jack bodybuilder dude like so it's it's personal taste if, if if there was millions of personal trainers people would still gravitate to the ones that number one are doing a good job and presenting their information well and number two that they relate to as well so it's 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 not a it's not a reason to not start something um, I actually yeah. just posted yesterday about it like mo- most people will think about this stuff and that's one of the reasons they won't do it and realistically like I don't know we, we talk about Hermosi sometimes Alex Hermosi like he, he constantly talks about this concept of in in a hundred years time, nobody's going to remember your name. doesn't matter what you do, unless you yeah. conquer, unless you conquer half of Europe. Or, or you're the president or something. Or you're the president. <laughs> no one's going to remember your name. 
And in two generations time, no one's going to remember your kids' names. So nothing we really do is is that important. It's not it's not important enough to stop you from doing something you want to do. Like, what would my friends think? I'll give you my experience yeah. and my experience at loads of clients. I uh, got that when I started the podcast. I was like, yeah. I was like, everyone's going to be like, what, like, what are you even going to talk about? Like, I got that. I feel like people... But like once I told someone oh, I'm going to start a podcast, I was just kind of getting like my confused looks like, what? Yeah. Where is this coming from? And why did you do it anyway? I was to like, obviously more kind of what you were saying about the business. I felt like I needed more content and stuff. And I thought that was kind of the way going for it. Like, because an episode could be like an hour long. So it's just constant content and mm. um, just to make it easier in that way. And what's the response been now? You're um, 16 episodes in? Like it's it's actually doing really well. Like I wasn't expecting that. And what um, about the people who are giving you weird looks before? What are they saying? Yeah, now? like I don't think like yeah, like it, I don't think anyone was expecting it to actually do so well. How like it is? Yeah. I'd say you got that. You were saying that as well. I I personally had that fear to start when I because when I started running the business, I was like oh, I'm gonna have to start using social media now. It's not that I have an issue with social media, but I don't like using it. And it's, it's some people to be like, oh, the little influencer I want to be. Or, exactly. Yeah, 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 that top behind it. Like. I thought I was going to get a roasting. A yeah, roasting. And in yeah. my personal experience, 100% positivity. I've only ever had one or two, I suppose you could call them negative interactions on, on social media through yeah. the pages I use. Um, and they were just people with too much time on their hands, had a problem with something exactly. I said or something like that. But 99% of people, like all the lads that I was worried about are massively supportive of me. I thought they were going to rip it out of me. For doing the podcast, for doing going on my stories. Hi guys, the latest podcast episode's out. Hugely supportive. Like it's been overwhelmingly yeah, yeah. positive. And now with all the clients that I've worked with over the years, it's almost across the board the exact same response. Everybody gets a positive um response. Um and the people, as I said, who give you the negative response, like they're just jealous or either. There's it's it's a them problem, not necessarily a yeah. you problem. So but in, in my experience, the response is all, almost always positive, unless you're doing something that's inherently negative on the platform. It's yeah. almost always positive. So again, another big reason people don't start is that fear. You know yourself, as soon as you get into the flow, like you come in here like shaking like a leaf the first day. Yeah. And look at yeah. you now, like you're, you're way more comfortable. And we're like three months in, you're way more comfortable. You're having better conversations. You're learning stuff. You're going deeper. You're probably, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but figuring out stuff about yourself and you're, you're coming up against yeah. challenges to over, overcome and it makes you a little bit more comfortable and confident in yourself. Like, this is a stuff, in my opinion, that podcasts and creating content and stuff like that gives people. It's not about the likes and the the ego and the clout and the platform and stuff like that. It's about what it can do for you yeah. and the positives far outweigh any potential negatives. I felt like, I feel like I've I've learned so much. Like some of the days I walk out and I'm like proper like buzzed. Yeah, I'd be ringing Craig and I'm like, oh, listen to this and all. Like this is mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, like yeah. It's like the networking and the meet the people that you meet. Do you remember? Do you remember in our first uh, when we do a little strategy meeting at the start? I said that to you, like, yeah. what, whatever about the business stuff that will come. It's a slow burner. You don't like people getting into the podcast to make money, etc., etc., etc. It's absolutely a possibility, but it's a slow burn. It's down the road. You need to build up a bit of experience, and it takes time and stuff like that. But the network stuff and the the like the the joy and the curiosity and all that kind of stuff that comes really really quickly and then you like yeah. start getting addicted to doing podcasts and you're buzzing because all you're doing really is having better conversations yeah that you wouldn't usually like when was the last time like I always say this but when was the last time that you sat down for an hour and had a conversation with somebody that you don't really know about something you're really interested in it doesn't happen yeah yeah imagine texting someone being like here can I meet you for a coffee and we have they'd be like what and they're like what's wrong like yeah. not even it's imagine texting someone you didn't know someone you, won't, you, look, you won't get like them. looked up to or whatever like they'd hardly be like 
Wow. Yeah. Like, but the, sh- the podcast gives an opportunity to do the same thing, just in the yeah. context of, of like a, an interview style, I suppose. But yeah. you still meet that and person. And they're getting something from it as well, so they, why wouldn't they do why it? Why wouldn't like? they do it? Yeah, they get their yeah. content. They get, and a lot of times, and it's another thing we, we discussed at the start, like people are worried about, oh, well, why would why would this person want to come on my podcast? Or I haven't done anything. I'm not, I'm not a, an influencer. I don't have big numbers and like that. But we always forget, like, if, if, if I'm interested in something, like, I'll give you an example, right? I love motorbikes. Someone wants to talk to me about motorbikes. I'm like, oh, you want to talk about motorbikes? Oh, you want to talk about motorbikes? <laughs> Most people don't want to talk to me about motorbikes. But if someone expresses an interest in something that I'm really passionate about, I'm like, oh, that, oh I'd, I'd love to do that. I'd love to sit down and chat to you about motorbikes. So most yeah. of the people that you reach out to, you're like, oh, I don't know why they'd come on. And some people ignore you and say no, whatever. But a lot of yeah. people are actually honored and want to come on, no matter how big or small your audience is, because it gives them an opportunity to talk about the thing they're interested yeah, in. Yeah. So they really love it and appreciate it. And then they get to come into the studio and have coffee and chill out and relax and, and, and do a cool interview. So um, yeah, it's it's another concern people have again. What, like who's want to talk to me? Most people, to be honest with you, like most people will want to at some stage have a conversation with you and you won't get them. I feel like a lot of people would love to come on a podcast. They'd, and it's a cool experience. Uh, yeah. And yeah. people who come in, a lot of people who come in, it's their first time ever coming on a podcast and they come in nervous and then they leave going, that was amazing. It was so cool. Yeah. Because like you, as Demi, as the host, you create that environment for people to, like I'm sitting here now talking the last 20 minutes yeah. nonstop because I love I love doing this and you're talking to me about something I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, you're a natural. Yeah, well, I enjoy it. Like, And you've given me the yeah. opportunity here to because you asked me to come on and I just want to make sure I'm giving value to people. That's my big yeah. thing. But like, it's fun to come here and sit and have a conversation, talk about something how, that I love. How many podcasts have you to say you've been on now? Oh, not as many as I've done. I think we were talking earlier on. I've about I've done about seventy five or seventy six episodes on the Primal podcast, and probably another thirty or forty outside of that. Um, thirty but, or forty is that your guests and the numbers the other kind of podcast? Uh, well, sorry, this podcast that I've hosted. So, like different projects that I've done, but right. I've haven't been on that many. Like, I'm not, I'm I not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like a lot of your clients would ask you to come on. Some of them do, yeah, they yeah. do. Um, and I'm, I'm more than happy to do it. Like, yeah. again, my big thing is if someone is sitting here listening now, I'm ho- I hope they're getting value from, they're giving us their time. Like, yeah. uh, and their time is valuable. So I hope there's some value that we're able to, to give to them. So if, if someone asks me to come on and they're genuinely interested in something I have to say and something I can contribute, then I'm, I'm always delighted to do it. it I find yeah. it, I still find it weird when people ask me on. Do you? Because I'm like, why, yeah. why do you want me to come on? Um, uh, yeah, you would. Yeah, I probably get that about imposter syndrome. What big we imposter syndrome. Talking yeah, about yeah. and like I, I'm not an expert in any. I'm not an expert in podcasts necessarily. Like it's, it's, it's my. You business. know more than what nearly, nearly one in Ireland. Like I'd yeah, say, experience in it for sure. It's probably one of if you're probably like I hear it over, um, but it's probably one of the best like podcast studios in Ireland. If not, do you know, I've never. Yeah, when I was looking it up, when I was saying to you, like when I was looking it up, like oh, I was like, I want to do a podcast. Where am I going to do this? And I was like, I don't know, Anton. I don't know, Anton. But I was like, it's going to take me ages to try to do it myself, learn and he- what, like what, like props or whatever you want to call them, like uh, what to get, and then how to actually edit and stuff like that. I was like, I need to find somewhere that I can actually do it. And this was obviously the best one that I found. And anyways. Um, yeah, so it's unreal setup that you have here. I appreciate that, yeah. yeah. And like, like I said, there, like, there's other uh, guys and girls doing this, um, and they do a great job. I, I know yeah. a lot of the studios, I'm not going to give them the, the shout out on the podcast, <laughs> yeah, but they do a great job. I'm not their competitor. Uh, this yeah. is not, this is not what I do. Like, you know what I do. It's, it's, I'm hands on with everybody. I have a very small team. James in the back there now. James is an extension of me. Like, we, we love this. We take it really yeah. seriously. We believe like everything that you do and say in here has massive value. We want to help you get that out there. Um, other other models for studios, they're just recording spaces, and that's fine. 
So no problem. That's not what yeah, this... Yeah, that's what I found was just a recording space. Yeah. And I was no, that's just like, fine. I was like, I don't know how to edit it or... Yeah, and they do, they do have, they do have um, educational stuff there as well. But like my model is just different. I like, I like working one-on-one with people. Yeah. I like getting invested in, in the story and the project and the why and all that kind of stuff. I have a passion for it. And I believe that the more I can create an environment where you feel comfortable, you're going to pass that on to your guests and they'll feel comfortable. You're going to get some yeah. great content. The podcast is going to do really, really well. Everybody wins. And then there's some good information out there. And then somebody's going to listen to your podcast and then change their life. And they're going to start a business or do something. So that's why I do this. It sounds very hallmarky and like, oh, he's, he's, he's so good for doing all this. I'm, I run a business. I want to make money. Yeah, I want to, I want to, yeah. I want to grow my business. I want to have a bigger impact. I want to take care of my family. But, um, yeah, like all the other studios, people say that regularly to me, like your studio is the best one I've been in. And I was like, I appreciate that. It's, it's nice. I do take a lot of pride in the studio. But for me, it's more about the experience. Did you yeah. have a good time? How did you feel when you came here? And um, then just the, the recording and, and the the, um, the the pressing buttons and stuff like that. So that's maybe that comes across when people come yeah. in. Like, so thanks for the feedback. <laughs> um, a little Google review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you leave a Google review if you can yeah. chance it. Um, and what, so you were saying, is it only you and James then? Have you got any other staff around? So myself, James and Ian, um, and like I have always said this, my team will always be really, really small because I think if your team gets really, really big. It, Everything I, just gets messy then. Uh, just, it's for me personally, and this is just obviously big companies do really, really well. But for me personally, I like the, the intimate connection that we have with our clients. Um, and like yeah. Ian and James, those two guys are the kind of people I would be more than happy to not not be here and leave them with my clients because they're the same as me. They get it. They know why we're doing this. They're very passionate about it. They're, James is in there blushing. James is in there blushing now, yeah. <laughs> um, they're excellent at what they do. Um, and they're the type of people I want to be around. And same with my clients. Like I work with, I, I'm pretty selective with my clients too. I work yeah. with the kind of people that I like to work with. Um, so yeah, the, the team will, will grow, but it'll, it'll always be a very tight knit crew. We'll always do really, really solid work. Yeah. And my, my, like the bigger these things get sometimes, like I've, I know a lot of friends and family and stuff in business and it's not always the rule, but sometimes when things grow really fast, you lose control of the the feeling behind the whole thing. It gets a little bit sterile or um, you kind of lose the clarity on what the vision is. And again, this all sounds a bit airy-fairy, but it's it's very important to me from a business perspective. Um, and like, like the feedback you've given me there, clients give me the feedback that they feel they feel that in what we do and all, all the interactions that we have and stuff like that massively important to me. So yeah, yeah. it's the three of us at the moment. And if it's any bigger, it, 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 it won't be too much bigger. Yeah, yeah. You have and you're after getting another round now as well as this, aren't you? Yeah, like the, <clears> it's, it's all part of the, the growth plan. Is, um, the the setting we have here, I mean, you're in it right now. People don't really know because we've got these angles going on. It's not mm. massive. Like it's it's relatively small, but that's for a reason. Like it's intimate. It's, it's people feel kind of comfortable here. It's it's safe with James and the production part in the back there. And um, I have another space now. We do a lot of social media content, <laughs> so we'll be doing some like reels for people talking head content and stuff like that for their businesses and stuff like yeah, that. You so. go out to uh, people as well and record. Yeah, we go out uh, to. It's a lot of. I work with a lot of fitness and health and wellness people at the moment, so we go to their gyms and our facilities and record their content. Like again, for me, the biggest the biggest value I can offer you as a business owner is I can save you time. It's not necessarily the fancy production. It's I can save you time. And we all know how important short form content now is for for um for business growth and for for connection and stuff like that. So most people in my experience in kind of smaller businesses waste way too much time trying to create content when they one don't enjoy it or like it and two don't really have the time yeah, to trying to go to business. I wouldn't be able to edit. I've tried editing before and well, find you would. A pro. But you'd have to spend a lot of time learning. Yeah. And is that your priority? Yeah. 
Um, and like yeah, exactly, to be honest, yeah. to give you back some props here, like we're <laughs> high fiving each other on the podcast. Like you're you really are an action taker with this because you you've hired people around you. Like me, I'm one of them sitting here to to take care of elements of what you're trying to do that you don't have. You could do it. I'm telling you now, you could you could do what I do. You could do yeah. what 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 Christos does or anybody does. But it would take you time to learn those skills. And is that what you want to be spending your time doing? So when I speak yeah. to business owners, it's the same you're kind of conversation. You're not trying to be a videographer. You're just trying to get content out. Yeah. And you would need to focus on the content as in the creativity side of it, not necessarily the technical side of it. Because you know, like we were trying to set up your gimbal earlier on there, like there's a million moving parts to this, a million yeah. moving parts to creating decent content. So it's not just about pointing your iPhone at something and press and go if, if you're looking to create really, really high quality content. So um, yeah, so we would go out to, to, to different businesses and basically in as short amount of time as possible, like a two or three hour session, create a month's worth of content for that business. Um, short form content, video content for their- A month's worth? Yeah. And what, in a day? Oh, in half a day. Like, could we have a system for it? Right, okay. Same as the podcast. Like, we don't just rock up and start thinking of ideas. Like, they, they, they're prepared. Everything is laid out. So today, like, if you went in, like, what would they have, like, say, a list of things that they want to, like, what shots they want to get? and Or do you kind of think of it before going? It's, it's a, a collaborative- uh, yeah, effort, right, okay. yeah. So we 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 would start off with our strategy, like we did with the podcast. Why are we doing this? Who are we trying to hit? What's the end goal? What's the outcome? What do you like doing? What kind of stuff do we talk about? What kind of impact do we want to have? Who are the people who are going to be engaging with the content? All this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then based off that plan, right? What stuff is is working on these platforms? Is the Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, podcast? What, what what's working? And what will demonstrate your authority in your industry so that you know what you're talking about that you have an expertise that you have experience you have clients you have testimonials and then after we've broken all that down then we'll have a guideline for okay well here's the type of content we can start off creating and then we'll pick a period of time usually about 90 days where we'll do one shoot a month and we'll create that content and then we'll sit down and analyze the content because like again without a plan you're just kind of shooting in the dark whereas if you can look back over 90 days and go right look well this stuff is doing really well this stuff is not doing so good you're getting great response here or the phone is ringing here or business is booming now and they're all mentioning the podcast whatever it is we'll kind of focus a little bit more on that and we'll just curate that as we go yeah, along that's so good because normally it's, it'd be, it's just it would just be like just come in and record kind free of for thing all. yeah 100% free yeah, for all yeah so you kind of give that to your clients yeah and like we did it with yeah. the podcast like it, this is not just yeah I didn't know you do that with uh, actually going into them and recording I didn't know you kind of do this like um like a, like a plan kind of with them. Oh, yeah. Of exactly yeah. what content. Kind of Everything has to have a system. That's my yeah. big thing, especially as a business owner. Like, and even if you're not a business owner, but most people I do, but are business owners. Like, if you don't have, you notice, because you're a business owner, if you don't have a system, you could walk in in the morning, you're like, okay, what will I do today? Maybe I'll do my taxes today, and then I might record a bit of this course, and then maybe I'll see a client. And it's just, you, 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 you can never grow or scale. Now, I'm not a business expert, by the way, disclaimer here. Um, but time is your friend as a business owner. And yeah. again, even if you're not, but time is, is really the kind of limited resource that we have. So if I can go in and rather the average person, the average business owner I work with spends about 20 to 25 hours a month creating content. And it's not even that good because they don't have a system or energy or passion or they're not getting the feedback they need from it. And um, so if we can go in and in three or four hours between the planning and the shooting, shoot that entire month's worth of content. There's 20 hours back. So how back. many like months of content would that be for them to be able to post, like say once a day? How once many a day. videos usually, would you... Usually you're looking between 15 and 20 videos, which gives you basically a reel every day. Um, yeah. And then you'll sprinkle in other content depending on what their business is. So it could be photographs, or carousels or written posts or podcast content and stuff like that. So between the jigs, like a lot of my clients would do both. They yeah. would do the, the social content and a podcast and they're pulling clips from their podcast 
and then they've got the social content that we've created, and then they've got stuff that's created by their users. So user-generated content like testimonials and photographs of people in the gym or in the in the cafe, whatever it might be. So you combine all that content. It's a lot of content. In a month, yeah, you could have 40, yeah. 50 things that you're posting. Um, now, in the grand scheme of things, again, uh, if you look at the scale game, that's not a huge amount of content. But anybody who's listening to me right now got 50 posts a month. Jeez, that's insane amount mm-hmm. of content. Imagine trying to create that yourself. Hours and hours and hours trying to create that yeah. yourself. Whereas if we can condense that time down, it just gives you back your time. So it's not necessarily about the content. When it gives you back your time, two things happen. One, you're way more creative because now you're like, you're looking at the stuff you did and you're like, oh, that was really exciting. Can we do something with a bit of humor now? Or can we add a bit more personality to it? And you get way more creative because you're not doing it yourself. Um, and the second thing that happens is you have an extra 20 hours in the month to work on your business. So the business starts to grow. Yeah. And so it's, it's not all about content. And I don't want people to get consumed with like, I have to be posting all the time and create all this content and be an influencer. But I feel like a lot of it now is now. It's like if you're not heard of on social media, you're not going to be doing that well. And you, like It's the it, world we live in for sure. Yeah. Um, but you can play the game. There's two two worlds I see. You can get consumed by the game. What are the numbers and how many followers do I have and yeah. how many people are engaged with this post and what are the likes? And that's old school brand Instagram bullshit, in my opinion. And it's toxic because it, it trains your yeah, brain to yeah. only do what the platform is going to like. Or you can decide that, right, I'm I'm doing this thing. I'm, I'm doing a project or I'm running a charity or I'm starting a business. And the platforms I have at my disposal are Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, podcast, uh, all these different platforms. So if I can create the content I want to create and tell the message that I, I have and ha- really have value and impact and help people and use the platforms just to distribute that content, then I'm going to stay true to my values and who I am and what I'm trying to do with my project. But I can leverage the platforms because I understand how they work. So you can see how they're two completely different models. Most yeah. people are on column A. How many listens is it getting? How many likes is it getting? Because the brands are only going to give me X amount of money if I have a thousand listens. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, and it's personal validation for me because if no one likes this post, it must mean I'm a shit person and my business is going to fail. Or, so it's it's two different mindsets. I'm just leveraging the platforms over here, understanding that they can be a toxic place, but I'm just using them to get my message out there. Or here, I am the I am the content. I am the platforms. I, I need to be liked. I need to be an influencer. I need to have 100,000 yeah, followers yeah. or whatever. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, and and just on the numbers game as well, Gary V sp- speaks about this context uh, concept all the time. Uh, 100, 1,000 super fans. We all think we need millions of followers to be successful. You don't really. You just need a small core group of really engaged people. Who are gonna yeah. It's only five percent of your followers or something to see your content. Less than five percent in less, most cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Un- unless you can get your engagement up in terms of a- right, offering yeah. real value and having people who really like your content. So, like a podcast listener compared to an Instagram follower, an Instagram follower saw something, a post or something that you did and liked it, and they might never see you again. But even though they do see you again, they might scroll by ninety five percent of the posts they see because they're not really yeah. engaged. Whereas if someone listens to your podcast, they're sitting down. And they're listening to you, well, in this case, me, <laughs> talking nonstop for 45 minutes, an hour, two hours. And imagine trying to get that type of attention anywhere else. Like marketing companies pay big, big bucks for two seconds of your attention with Facebook ads and Google ads and stuff like that. You have my attention for an hour. Yeah. That's a, a completely different person. And then again, the old one people do is, right, you have 100 Instagram followers. Just, that's a tiny Instagram account. You have 100 listens on your podcast. Put 100 people in a room. And talk to them for an hour. Like, that'll change your perspective on what 100 yeah, people looks like very, yeah. very quickly. When you put it that way. Yeah, and this is real. Like, if someone listens to you for 45 minutes, they're engaged. They're listening to you. They're giving you their time. Anyone who's still listening to me now and hasn't turned it off yet, they're, <laughs> they're, they're giving me their time. 
And like, I'm very grateful for that time. So I want to make sure I give them back value. But it's it, that's a real person sitting there listening to this information and they're getting something from it, which means they're still listening. Whereas if I'm an Instagram follower, just scrolling by. And like, I know people with millions and millions of followers. It's not what people think it is. Not at yeah. all. It's not success in a bottle at all. And oftentimes, not in all cases, but oftentimes it's actually a curse because it's it's called audience capture. You just create what the platform wants. So you change yourself to fit this model of what you think people want to see. So you become a different person. And yeah. it, like, there's, there's friction there then because that's not who you want to be. It's not what you want to do. Anyway, that was my, yeah. my holier than thou speech. <laughs> um, so going in with, uh, do you do all your editing and stuff? Yeah, so yeah. The, the editing is, um, again, again, it comes down to systems. It's all about systems. So like editing is something I don't particularly enjoy, whereas other people, like I have, I work with editors who love editing. Um, and editing is like another part of the creative process. People think it's just the, the putting the bits together. But editing is where you tell the story and editing is where you add all the flourishes and the flair and the feel and the texture to a piece of content. Um, so I do the vast majority of my editing, but I have a system here now where we can do a lot of the stuff like what James is doing right now. He's he's working as we speak. He's doing some of the editing. He's switching the camera angles and he's doing stuff right now. And then afterwards, what we'll do is we'll we'll do a little bit of mastering and mixing on the audio and we'll combine that with the video and stuff like that. But the more you do this and the bigger the scale gets, because yeah. I have many clients now, I couldn't be afforded to sit down for five or six That's hours. That's what I was going to say. What does your um, week look like? Because you, you have kids and all of that. Yeah, I, don't know. I have two kids and one of the way. Um, yeah. I play senior football. So that's a massive commitment for me as well. And um, my friends have family, have hobbies, have all these different things as well. So like, you know, as a business owner, yeah. and I don't know if this is not a business owner's podcast, but it's it's hard to find that balance. So for me, it was like, okay, well, this industry is full of people who sell their time, like freelance. No problem with that. That's it's yeah. Some people love that. Not for me at all. I wanted some sort of system where I could, I could help multiple people and it wouldn't compromise anybody. So like, if I take more people on, your product might suffer then because I have so many people I can't get to your editing. Yeah. So what we've built here is a little system that when you come in, we have a very, very kind of tidy little system from the moment you walk in to how we make your coffee to where we sit you, where we light you, where the cameras go, how we yeah. edit it. And so by the time that we're finished, you're 80% of the way through our system. And then we're doing the last few bits where we're, we're editing it together or making any cuts we need to make. We're putting in the graphics, we're, we're kind of putting the music and stuff in. If there's ad reads, putting all that in, we have a system for that. So we get very good at that very quickly because we're doing repeating this system over and over again, as opposed to everything is completely different. Now, everyone gets an individualized approach, but within the system, like you, yeah. with, with your courses and um, if you have a, like people coming in for training or anything like that, you'd have a system to train these people. You don't just make it up every time somebody comes in. Yeah. Um, whereas the freelance world is different. If you're a freelance content creator and uh, there's probably people listening right now, it's different. It can be a little bit more unpredictable. You're dealing with different jobs all the time, different types of work. My whole thing is I, I love podcasts. And the social media stuff is an extension of getting people's voice out there. So that's what we do. We focus on that and we get good at that. And then it's all about how do we promote the stuff and get it out there and build the industry. But like we're not out doing big promo videos for for, for corporate companies and in-house training videos and all this kind of stuff. We focus on on what we love and what we're good at, which is podcasts and content. <laughs> that's what we do. How, so, How many clients would you say you have now? Like I'd say... Is there a lot? Because I've come across a few on Instagram, like, oh, that's the studio I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a, there's a good few people now. Like, there's between, I'd say it it, it changes all the time because some people have seasons, some people stop, some people start, some people are yeah. in flux, some people have, ba a, 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 um, they record like a batch and then they come back. So. Yeah, you said some people come in and do like a good few days in a row. Some people yeah. do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It depends. Um, So like, you're probably talking at any one time. There's probably between maybe 25 and 35 people consistently recording 
content of yeah. some sort between social media and podcast content. Again, I I no interest in having a monstrous business yeah, here because it gets yeah. very messy then. Um, I want to work with the people I want to work with. I want to keep it nice and small, nice and tidy. and uh, I want to provide a good service. An excellent service. That's what I'm yeah. all about. And a good experience. I want people to actually some in this water bottle <laughs> I want people to really enjoy when they come in here and have a great experience and I want to be able to for myself and James or for Ian to have time to kind of engage with the people and find out a little bit more about who they are because if we do that then we can help you tell your story a little bit better and the whole thing is going to be better so yeah it's it's never going you're never going to hear me say not touch wood now of thousands of clients or hundreds and hundreds of clients or like that it's just it, it's it's not what I'm interested in me why I do this is basically as I said earlier on to to have time to spend doing the things I want to do, which is more on my own podcast, spend time with my family and uh, do the things I want to do outside of that, outside of business and outside of kind of making money or anything like that. So so what advice would you have for someone starting a podcast? Just start. Just start. <laughs> Just start. Just do it. Um, yeah, like 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 we mentioned earlier on, the, the common fears that everybody's doing it, we've covered that, they're not. So don't let that be a reason. The, the, the biggest one is I'm going to be judged somehow for this. They're going to think I'm stupid or silly or like, who do I think I am? Or I've nothing to say or I'm not an expert or don't worry. It's, that's imposter syndrome. Don't worry. It's not going to be perfect when you start. I can tell you right now. It doesn't matter how good you think you are or how bad you think you are. It doesn't matter. You just need to start. If it's something that you're interested in and you're passionate about, and it could be any, it could be football, it could be shoes, it could be it doesn't have to be like health or wellness or personal development or business or finance, anything that you think you're interested it's in. It's the ones that are different that more stuff that stand out, anyways. Absolutely, yeah. That's another yeah. great bit of advice. Don't just copy what other people do, because yeah. all you're gonna do is be a shitter version of what they're already doing. They're already ahead of you. They're already yeah. doing that thing, and you want to just be another version of that. That's a, a safety a coping mechanism. We talked about that when you came in the first time as well. The default for most people when they go on mic the first time is to just do what every other person in the podcast does. Ask the same questions. You always say vanilla. It's so vanilla. <laughs> it's so vanilla. And it, it's, again, it's not, people are giving us their time here. We have to do two things. We have to break through the noise. So we can't be like everybody else who want to break through the noise when someone to find us and listen to our show. And we have to offer real value. And if all I'm doing is saying the same thing that 50 other podcasts said, or if I got you on as a guest and I just asked you the exact same thing that 50 other guests did, it's safe because I'm comfortable because I'm not stepping outside the zone. Or maybe I won't. Like, this is this is one for you. And you want me saying this as well. Or what, what if I piss somebody off or I say something I shouldn't say? And yeah. I'm always like, look, un unless you're saying something that's a direct attack or is like racist or directly insulting or offensive to somebody, say what you want. Because then you'll attract the type of people you want to attract. If you don't say what you want and you're trying to keep everybody happy, you won't attract anybody and nobody yeah. will listen. So like, what, what do you want to do here? And also you'll- People you'll, want to see your personality. They want to see your personality. And it'll be more friction for you because you'll be 50 episodes in talking absolute pony about stuff you don't care about because you think it's going to do well and people might like you for it. And you won't enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, you won't do it. Or you'll keep doing it and you'll be miserable. Um, and that's very, very common. You, you see it with like influencers all the time. And I, you see it, it's very, very common, this audience capture. They've done one thing that has for some reason blown up on TikTok. So they just keep doing that thing and then become known as the person who does that thing. And the thing they do might have nothing to do with what they're actually interested in. Yeah. Or actually, but they have to keep doing that thing because the views are going up and oh, that's what people expect from them. And then as soon as that person tries to do something else, once they've established themselves, their audience are like, hold on a fucking second. Get back in your box there. We like you because you spin on your head. Like, don't be over here talking about philosophy or, 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 or yeah. what you want out of life. So you have to be very, very clear at the start. Like, what do I actually want? And don't be afraid because this is a vulnerable thing. Like I'm sitting here now talking to you about my life and my business and what I want to do. And it's a vulnerable thing. People could not like that. People might not like me. 
yeah, I have to be cool with that. Like that's mm. that's all right. I'm a bit of a bollock sometimes. Not 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 everybody likes me, so I just have to be okay with that. And that's just how the world is, I suppose. And um, so that would be the biggest thing. Don't don't allow that fear of judgment to hold you back. If you really believe you have something, and that doesn't just go for podcast or content, anything. If you believe you have something that you want to do or might add value, just go for it. Like if we're gonna be dead. No one's gonna care about me or Primal in hundred years' time. No one's gonna care. So I might as well make the most of it right now and do something I want to do, you know? So um, where, what's the next step for Primal Productions? James is going to take over. I'm going to retire. <laughs> live on a beach. Um, now, the next step, I really want to spend more time um, on my own podcast. It's, that's my yeah. pure passion. Like the people I meet are just amazing. Like the, the, the way my life has been enhanced by the people that I've met doing my podcast, not by the podcast, but the people I've met and had conversations with, they've become friends, they've become business partners, they've become mentors. That's amazing to me. It's it's just completely changed my life. So I want to do more of that. I, we were laughing earlier on, like I run the podcast studio and I'm so inconsistent with my podcast because it's the last thing I do. Yeah. See, it's always when you're doing something for yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's what I was saying. I wanted to grow the team. And I have James in now. And James has been a massive, massive um, help from, from my podcast, not just the business, but from my podcast, because now I have that energy back again because he's here helping me do my podcast. So it's not, I don't have to do all of the work myself on my own podcast. Um, I don't mind doing it for clients, but when you're doing yeah. it for yourself, there's so much resistance there. Um, so that's one thing I, I want to focus on. Um, a lot more, because what's really nice about what I do is a lot of my community and my clients connect with each other and they help each other yeah. and they go on each other's podcasts and they have conversations with each other and they come up with ideas and they work with each other and all this sort of stuff starts to happen. So I want to lean into that a lot more and create a lot more opportunities for you and my other clients to meet each other yeah. and to grow and to, to share ideas. So that's what you I think. set up like a little... Um a community Don't chat be or... ideas. this is coming it's coming <laughs> but that, that kind of stuff uh, like online space but a, a physical physical yeah, meetups and stuff yeah. like that as well where people can really engage because like a lot yeah. of people I work with are like minded yeah that's, that's that's very good yeah Yeah, and it just gives like you'll learn something off some of my clients that I, I could never understand or, or help you with I learn stuff off you everybody learns off each other so uh, that, again the whole primal side of the business is I believe in human connection I believe in good conversation I believe in personal yeah. responsibility and empowerment so we can all meet up and help each other with that um, so they'll be the, the, the biggest two yeah. things um, Looking forward to that now. <laughs> yeah, no, and yes, I'm accountable now. I set our microphone. Yeah, so it, it, it has will, to be, will done be done now. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's really it. Like I said, I've no I've no designed to have like a monstrous company or anything like that, or to be doing these massive yeah. gigs or anything. It's uh, it's all about this the conversation, the connection, the community, the impact that we can have, and hopefully, like the biggest um, take home for me from all of this is when people text me about the podcast. I got one this morning. People text me about my podcast or DM me or whatever, and they say like this has changed my life or this has given me the courage I needed to make a decision or this has helped uh, me figure out something about myself. That's what I get from listening to conversations or, or meeting people and for someone to send that to me, it's not because of me, it's because of the conversations or the guests, whatever, but like that's, that's massive. Yeah, like, I think I've gotten like probably like a couple of them. Well, it's yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, what, really? From my podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How have you found the, the? I don't know how long we're going now, you can shut me up whenever you need to, but how have you found... 45 minutes, oh, sorry. Okay. We've another few minutes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the journey the the whole process because you're 16, 17 episodes in now and you've gone through the um, system we spoke about I feel like you definitely made it easier that's why I love this and someone texts me asked me like oh have you got any tips and certain I'm like here text Dan <laughs> I just walk in the door do the podcast walk out get in my car and go like it's it's you make it so easy um but yeah like when I started the divorce view and I still kind of will get sometimes if it's a big guest or on, I will get a bit nervous or whatever like today I got a bit nervous because you're the pro you're, <laughs> I don't know about that yeah 
Well, you probably don't think so, but like, do you know what I mean? You've probably, you've done a lot of episodes and then been on a lot of different podcasts and stuff where like, yeah, <laughs> there we go, imposter syndrome again. For myself, yeah. No, I'm all right now. We could yeah. probably say it now, but um, yeah, I did find it like proper, like I was shitting it. Even the day before, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be first podcast. I'm like, I'm going to start stuttering. And then obviously it's getting easier. Like still now I will get a little bit nervous, but I can notice a difference straight away from like the first few episodes to now. Um, and yeah, as I said, you make everything really easy. Like even when we're doing like the, the start of the episode and then the end and stuff like that, like you'll help me kind of think of things to say. And with the course as well, like I just thought, um, yeah. I think that this is this, this what you provide is really good. And anyways, for someone looking to start, <laughs> I'm like, keep right. I didn't ask her to say this. Yeah. Are you enjoying it? Are you having fun? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm learning a lot. Like even the last day, um, had Pierce on the podcast. That was very a very interesting yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I had. Um, him telling us about all the grants and all and you could get and all I was just like oh my god I still haven't done it now like I need to go up to the local enterprise office and sign up the, um, but yeah and then with Paul as well I learned a lot from that even like every single episode I feel like you're you're coming out learning something new that you wouldn't and you've as you said already when are you going to end up having sitting down with them for an hour and having a conversation like that's not really going to happen even if you text sometimes someone on Instagram it takes like probably like a couple of weeks until you get a full conversation out of them because going back and forth with messages where now you're actually sitting down and having a full conversation you're just learning so much so yeah I feel like uh, yeah like last week I was proper buzzed fucking out yeah um, yeah it's, it's, it is it's really good yeah yeah it's, it is like listening to you say that that's it's brilliant for me to hear that because that's what I'm trying to create here like and that's what yeah. you create for your guests when you bring your guests in like they, they get that experience they come in they're in the studio and everything's done for them and they get you to help them through the conversation because like we always talk about this like yeah. it's a hard job to sit in that seat because it's not just asking questions it's, you can be safe and just ask questions but you're actually creating space for people to express themselves and in most cases you, you'll find this as well I can see it in your guests they haven't ever been given that space before. So they're like, what the fuck is this? I get yeah. to talk about this stuff for like 40 minutes. This is nuts. Um, and you can tell by me, like the last 40 minutes, they're like, people, t they talk more and more and they get more excited and more animated and the hands start to move and they're connecting and they're making yeah. eye contact. You don't get it on Zoom podcasts or Instagram posts or anything like that. Yeah. So it's, uh, no, it's good to hear that you've gotten that feedback. And you mentioned something interesting there. You asked me before the podcast, like the amount of people that I see having conversations here and everyone's different. Their guests yeah. are all different. They're all different. Their styles are all different. I learned so much from yeah, this process. Yeah. Like it's outright. I learned from all of my clients and all their guests, even if it's little things about like psychology, I see how people interact with each other because I see you every week talking to different people. So I learn about your psychology and then their psychology yeah. and how you're changing and adapting and how you guys are interacting in a conversation. You're probably dipping in and out of every... Um, I listen to everything. Yeah. Everything. Like, I might be fully engaged all the time at every single moment of every yeah. podcast, but like James is listening to what we're saying here now. Um, and he's he, he's working around the background there at the same time, but you 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 are present for every single conversation. Yeah, so you're taking in some of it, and anyways, even it's not all of oh, it. Oh, and like, but even even just take. And then your you podcast. have to edit. It. <laughs> so you're, edit, hearing, yeah. you're hearing it how many times? But just take your podcast. Look at the the variety of different people you've had in the space yeah. of only three months. How many different people you've had conversations with? That you put, if I asked you like six months ago, will you have Pierce Dergan? Will you ever go and have a coffee with Pierce Dergan? You'd be like, the fuck would I be having a coffee with Whereas you brought him in and had yeah. a great conversation with him. Um, and it was really interesting. You learned loads and it was it was it was a, a cool experience. So I get to be here for all of that and absorb all of that and work with all these different yeah. people doing all these different projects. 
And it's just like, I'm like. So what did you say? How many episodes would you say you, you do a week with your clients and then your own podcast? And The average week, I would say maybe probably between 12 and 15 episodes. Yeah. On an average week, some weeks are much How busier. How many would you do in a day? Because I have to be saying, I'm going to get out here. I need to get out of your hair. Just because I'm simply thinking you have someone in straight after me. T- but the, it's usually between two to four episodes a day. Yeah. Between yeah. two to four. You probably wouldn't be wouldn't be able to sit through anymore yourself. Never mind. Uh, uh, yeah, a few things happen. Like, uh, whatever about me, like I could switch out staff and stuff like that wouldn't be an issue. But I think... It's again, it's enough. Like, what, what are we trying to do here? Like, yeah. if you're trying to mass produce, like, a good day is two to three podcasts. That's a good day. Podcast in the morning, podcast in the afternoon, maybe, maybe another one. Um, that's a good day. It's yeah. enough to keep the business running, and um, it's it's enough for me to be present or James to be present for every because yeah. it's more than just pressing the buttons. Like, we want to make sure how are you getting on, how's the podcast going, what are the numbers like, are we achieving the goals, yeah. how are you They're feeling? Able to have a little chat and stuff. Who's the guest? What are we going to talk yeah. about? How do you feel about that episode? Are you happy? Are you not happy? Sometimes I give constructive feedback to people. So, like, well, maybe what do you think about this suggestion? And I'll always be honest to people as well. But like, if you're doing five, six, seven recordings in a day, you can't do you that. You don't want to as well be like in and out because obviously, there's sometimes clients are late, not are like. Um, the guests and stuff like that so like if you're like back to back and then they're meeting the guests and the other clients that's the other thing like have I ever yeah. rushed out of the room no I won't really actually yeah you don't I can't rush out of the room because you're going to be under pressure you're going to be looking at the, the clock the whole time and you're going to be like oh I've only another two minutes to wrap this up let's wrap this up there's, yeah, there's, that's why I'd be panicking if we go over a certain time because I'd be thinking oh my god I'll probably have someone else yeah. <laughs> usually it's you you're the next client anyway so because yeah. you, you do two back to back but yeah the, the, the lobby, I shouldn't really say this but there's always a little bit of yeah. a buffer there for people not not to t- if anyone starts taking the piss I'll have a conversation with them like but like th- there's space there for people to come in sit down have a coffee relax prepare for the podcast bring the guest in let the guest sit down have a coffee relax now we're not talking hours here but yeah. there's, there's, there's a few minutes there for that do the podcast with no pressure on. If it goes under or goes over by a few minutes here, especially there. if you're nervous and you know you're kind of pressured of to get in and out, you're kind of like, like it's, it's going to completely change what this yeah. whole thing is supposed to be. The reason that this I say this is not a recording studio is that you're not here from nine to ten. It, with a bit of flexibility in that to allow you breathe in the podcast, yeah. and it means you're not so focused on the time. Like the time is only really there, so we're not born the ears off your listeners. And we're not an hour and a half in and I haven't actually said anything yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just waffling. So that's what the time is there. So you know, okay, well, we've got about 20 minutes to talk about this thing and then a 15 minutes to talk about this thing. It's not so you can like, right, we have to wrap this up right now. Um, again, it's all part of the experience because as soon as you start to bring those restraints in or constraints in, uh, it, it reduces the quality of the conversation because you just feel under pressure. And when you're under pressure, you don't enjoy it. You don't enjoy it. It'll come across in the podcast and then nobody listens. So mm-hmm. it's just another little thing to, to be aware of with this stuff. Uh, thanks for coming on, Dan. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Thanks for listening. <laughs> well, I say me famous quote. Mm. As we're coming on to the end of the podcast. <laughs> I actually stopped saying that now. But, you did uh, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Since you said it, I was like, fuck. Wait, I didn't much. say you'd have to say it. Is yeah, it? no, but it kind of, I was just kind of like, I do while we say that a lot now. Uh, I'd say now everyone who's actually listened to every single they're like, yeah, she actually does say that all the time. <laughs> but yeah, and anyways, thanks for coming on. You're um, So if anyone is looking to start um, a podcast or looking to start with you where can they find you probably the best place is either Instagram which is primal P-R-Y-M-A-L pro primal pro um, or email me which is dan at primal.ie and I always get this the same way we'll have a chat we'll have a conversation and um, we'll usually jump in a Zoom call or someone will come in for a coffee and we'll just have a conversation about like what are we trying to do here what's the, what's the project what do you want like 
Why did we choose? Yeah. And we'll just make sure it's a good fit first. Like, is, is this something you want to invest in? Is this something that, like, what's the outcome here? Yeah. Is it is it going to work for you? Are we going to work well together? Do you like me? Do you like the studio? That's all really, really important. Yeah. That's what I like, the way you kind of, you, you explain how to set it up and all. Like, obviously going to the Spotify yeah, 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 yeah. And, stuff, and exactly what to do where I would have never known what to be doing like it's like anything it's yeah. simple when you know how it's simple yeah. when you know how and like I, I, I'm a terrible salesman by the way terrible and you know this because you come in like and I'm just like look this is what I do if you like it and you want to give it a go here's yeah. how we work it and here's I'm obviously talking about costs and all that kind of stuff and here's how it works don't do it don't do it don't, don't force this at all you have to want to do this and you have to be willing to invest yourself into it like really yeah. want to do it and if that's what you want, I, I love working with people who are motivated and have something they want to get out there. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very casual process. Lots of coffee. We drink lots of coffee. And, uh, yeah, and as I said, you've described it there. There's a nice little system there. We'll take care of all the bits we need to take care of. And if you want to create some content, let me know. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Demi. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed. If you're looking to reach out, you can find us at Unlock Potential Podcast or at Demi's Nails and Beauty.ie. See you next time.